Hello, One Bad Parents. This is Biz, and it's Halloween. So grab your lovey and turn off the lights, because I've invited my sister, Helen Michelle, to join me for a little terrifying bonus episode all about our family haunts. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Hello, Helen Michelle. We're about to get really Southern up in here. I said to Stefan, I said, Stefan, I was reading my introduction to Stefan and I said, family, I want to say we're all about, we're going to talk all about our family haints. And he looked at me and said, you're what? And I said, all right, that's too Southern. Clearly, I'll say haunts. He'll say no one will know what you're talking about. Haints is what you're not supposed to do in school. That's right. That's right. Don't, don't touch your haints. Okay. Um, Let's talk about, I feel like... What has become apparent to me in doing the show uh, over these uh, many years is that what is totally normal for our family uh, is not at all normal for anybody else. <laughs> yes, I've had the same experience. <laughs> so, the, I, when just making conversations. That's right, just in general talking to people. You did what? Uh, so, <laughs> Teresa, not a fan of uh, ghosts or talking about ghosts or watching scary things or 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 any of that. So, uh, hence why we are here uh, to share our stories with Teresa nowhere in the building. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to kind of start off with talking about how we were raised, and we were. Let me just, I have to interrupt. Yeah. Just to say. Um, I do not have children, but I listen to Web Bad Mother every week because I love. I love the podcast. You could be talking about carburetors. It's like the car talk of uh, of podcasts. And the most horrifying stories to me are the stories that I hear every week right. about childbirth, raising children. Your so, vagina you know, will rip apart. Yeah, it's really quite horrifying. I had, I had a friend, this is completely off topic, but I had a friend who said when he was in college, he went to Coney Island to a freak show. Again, just a normal yeah. October sure. fairground night for our family. Right, why not? And when at a carnival you go to the freak show, and there was the guy who shoved nails up his yeah. nose, and there was the two-headed baby in the jar. Sure. And then for an extra $5, you could go into a tent and <sighs> see a video of the most horrifying thing you have ever seen. What was you it? will never recover. And of course, my friend said, I'm not going in there. <laughs> so he goes outside and waits like 10 minutes for his friends to file out of the tent. And the first one comes out and he is pale as a sheet and nauseated and doubled over. And my friend says, what was it? What was it? And he said, it was a video of a human woman giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> so again, Don't make eye contact, you know, Helen Michelle. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. It's, it's horrifying. That it's horrifying. is so amazing. My tolerance for ghosts in the house <laughs> is very high. That's right. That's right. Well, we're going to talk about, that's right. We're, today, we will talk more about the terrifying things that uh, one cannot, that, that scars you more emotionally than physically. Uh, mm-hmm. So we were raised to believe in in ghosts. I mean, not just believe in them, but that they were just this, like, super casual part of our life, don't you think? Yes, like, you know, needlepoint. That's right. uh, Yeah, it's, like, kind of woven in to... uh, just sort of the everyday experiences. I was trying to explain this last week uh, when we were talking about Halloween, how um, with Liz Sauer that we were raised, Mama and 
Papa, Mama more so in this particular category, but like they were always prepping us for like any situation. If you see a raccoon while you're driving, you have to hit the yeah, raccoon. Yeah, you have to hit the raccoon. And in that also came like ghost story things. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like this, literally this happened uh, yesterday. Katie Bell and I were at the movies. She found a penny. She was like, oh, I found a penny. Uh, and I was like, the first thing out of my mouth was find a penny, pick it up all day long. You have good luck. And of then course. I followed that immediately with this. You know, your grandmama and her father, your great-grandfather, used to uh, say that if you find a penny heads up, that means that somebody who's passed on is thinking about you. Oh, I hadn't. <laughs> and I was just like, and it just like came out of my mouth. Like that came out of my mouth. The like, if you pass a cemetery, you need to raise one finger oh, or you'll absolutely. be the next to die. Like, again, just facts to help you. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you would, of course, at some point in your life, see a ghost. Yes. Well, was, yes. You yes, would, you, yeah. So you, you had to sort of be prepared. You know, it's it's like I ha- my thought is our family treats ghosts as you would treat a noisy hotel neighbor or a hornet's nest. <laughs> right. You don't poke it or bother it more than it's already to make it bother you more than it already is. Correct. Uh, you know, you live with it. There's there's a story about. <laughs> Some woman who kept waking up in the middle of the night because she would hear her kitchen chairs being moved around. And she would come in in the morning and there would be scuff marks all over her kitchen floor. And this infuriated her, but it never occurred to her, do I move? Do I have an exorcism? No, you just install wall-to-wall carpeting in your kitchen. That's right. That's right. You know, you just live with it because, again, it's a matter of... Maybe it's a matter of being raised in the South where, you know, our family has been in the South since the 1700s and the homes are built on battlegrounds and yeah. the homes are built on just centuries of horror stories um, and people died yeah. in the home. Uh, so you, you really just have to accept ghosts. Right, because ghosts. anywhere you move. There will be other ghosts. Right, yes. <laughs> they moved they moved the headstones, but not the bodies. I mean that's yeah, like guys. Yeah, that's like everything. That's like, you know, we constantly yell about that in our house. But so let's talk about our family ghost. And I want to mm-hmm. start off with some of the ghost stories that uh mama would tell us growing mm-hmm. up. And my favorite is what we now refer to as the woman in black, because yes, now we think now we think that's what this vision was. But I'm going to start off by telling it how I remember it, okay? Because I like that version better. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and it is, Helen Michelle was a baby, and they were living in a, Mama and Papa were living in Alaska. Uh, Helen Michelle was in her crib in her room. Uh, Mama was on the couch. An, an other part of the house. Uh, and again, this is one of our stories, so there's a long lead-in. I know, long lead-in, but I think it's important that everybody understands, because I think true. this speaks to the men we have married in our lives. It's anyway, <laughs> so so uh, Mama's sitting on the couch reading. Papa's also down there in the den reading, and Mama looks up, and what she sees is the inside of the baby's, Helen Michelle's baby room, and that there's a woman standing at the foot of Helen Michelle's crib, and Mama just says right out loud, Mike, there's a woman in the baby's room. And Papa never says, that's ridiculous, or mm-hmm. what are you talking about? We're down here. But he just gets up and runs upstairs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this woman is not there anymore. But, like, Mama saw it clear as day. And we have been trying to figure out 
who this woman was mm-hmm. our whole life. But that's where I want you, because you and Mama have explored this further. And, yeah, tell yeah. us about the woman in black. So she tells me that, a little bit different, yeah. she tells me that she was in the room mm-hmm. looking down at me at the crib. Okay. And was looking down and saw the woman's shoes first. That's they right. They were black, one-inch heels, and the woman was dressed in a black suit skirt. So black skirt, white blouse, black jacket. Um, and at first, you know, she, same thing. She runs out and Papa comes up and there's nobody there. So over the years, she at first hoped it was her mother who had died within the year. Right. And then she thought, well, Mama would never wear something so drab. <laughs> and so <laughs> it could have been anyone, maybe right. someone who died on the property. And then she thought it was the nuns, a nun, because it was the 70s. And as she says, Pope John Paul was a jolly man who wanted to throw open the windows of the church, which means, you know, Chuck Chuck traditions, water balloons. Um, So nuns gave up the habit and were wearing these black suits. And we have a lot of nuns in the family. Um, And then she had a friend who goes to Lilydale. Do you know what Lilydale is? Uh, tell people what Lilydale is. Because... Lilydale is upstate, I think it's upstate New York, and it is a town of mediums. And she had a friend whose brother died, and so the friend would go, sorry, going every year, like to summer camp, but would go to Lilydale, <laughs> and would go to group therapy sessions. And a man told a story very similar where he saw on the baby monitor, because of course now there's we're baby a monitors, lot more yeah. advanced, um, saw a man in his baby's room looking over the crib. And the psychic said, this is a very common occurrence. Um, you know, it's someone who has special interest in the child, and it's a protective, non-threatening thing. And this is a great relief to Mama because what she just revealed to me at, as of <laughs> 47 years old <laughs> was that for a long time, she thought of the fairy tale where mm-hmm. king and queen have a baby. Um, it's a miracle that they had this baby, and they invite 12 fairies to a huge party because they only have 12 golden goblets and place settings. And they, But there are 13 fairies in the kingdom, so they just leave one off because they don't have the appropriate <laughs> number of place settings. And this fairy shows up and is infuriated and curses the baby. Oh, yeah. And uh, I said, so now you think it's a fairy? And Mom was like, oh, no, Helen Michelle. I just thought you were cursed all your life. <laughs> so, we don't believe in fairies, for God's sakes, Helen no, Michelle. No, we don't just believe ghosts. in fairies. We believe in ghosts. Um, and curses. Yes, and curses. So I, and of course I, but I was always raised that this ghost came to me so and I I always thought of it as a blessing, meaning like an ability mm. or, you know, some people, I don't know, are born with an ear for music. Right. And like, um, you know, solve a Rubik's Cube really yeah. fast. And I clearly could see ghosts. So well, let's I'm talk special. about the other ghosts. <laughs> I claim myself that every That's right. Day claim what you can. Mirror. Claim what you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. The well, there's here's the other uh, thing. When you were a, a baby, uh, you thing. used to complain about the white things in your room. The and again, I like this story because it speaks so well of Papa. Mm-hmm. But all right, tell us about the white things. So, from what I understand, again, I wish I could remember. Um, 
remember these instances. Again, I'm... You're so I'm, little then. I was two. You were two. So when I think about the white things, you know, it is Halloween right now, so I think about Charlie Brown and the gang yeah. under white sheets um, going around trick-treating. I always I, thought of it as orbs when I heard this story. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so um, apparently when I was, you know, two and Papa was traveling, he traveled a lot for business, I wouldn't go to sleep because there were white things in the room. And no matter what my mother did, she couldn't convince me that that wasn't happening. And again, it was never chalked up to I was trying to get attention or I missed my father. But my father comes home from a like a week's business trip, walks in and mom says, Oh, Helen Michelle is still complaining about the white things. She will not go to sleep. I don't know what to do. So Papa just (laughs) barged into my room. And shouts at the top of his lungs, all you white things, get out of this room and never come back. And and I, he looked at me and I just said, they gone. <laughs> and I never saw them again. They gone. That's right. Then the last stories that I think we were raised with that I feel like, again, just ghost your part of our families were mm-hmm. things like, our grandpapa, you know, mm-hmm. smelling his mother's perfume, yeah. uh, things like that. Like, it definitely, there's always been sensations of feeling people who are gone in our in our homes. You know what evidence I mean? of evidence of the person after death. Like, right. there's the famous story about you know some great great somebody or other. Um, her husband was at sea, oh, yeah. and the night that her husband died, her big St. Bernard or Newfoundland, some big dog, went out and howled all night. And when she woke up, she found that the dog had dug a grave. Um, And it turned out that was the night that her husband had died. Had died. um, And Grandpapa's story was, it was the funeral reception of Mm. Great Aunt Belle. That's right. um, Who I think Katie Belle. Yeah, Katie Belle was named after Great Aunt Belle. They were sitting around in a closed house all the windows were shut and um grandmother said oh i just wish we had proof that she was okay right and then a breeze came through the home and it smelled of her perfume that's right which i guess was a very it was a signature scent yeah, I will say that none of these things ever scared <laughs> us. Right, Chanel number five. She, there was never, any of this never scared us as a kid. I, I don't remember ever being scared of any of these stories. They were just like family stories. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that, like, as a result, I'm going to quickly share my ghost story mm-hmm. from when, from the, like, first time I saw a ghost Virginia. Uh, in Virginia when I was in my early 20s. And, you know, it was one of those one of those many times I'd run away <laughs> from, like, whatever mm-hmm. I was dealing with in Alabama and was going to work uh, in Virginia for the summer. And I go up there, and I'm spending the night with my good friend Sherry in her house. And this is in Lexington, Virginia. And it's mm-hmm. like a, you know, kind of a house cabin sort of thing down by the by one of the rivers that runs through and you understand in lexington virginia that is you just walk around you're what that's a place where you are walking around on the dead mm-hmm. all day long but i certainly wasn't thinking about that i we were you know asleep uh in her bedroom in a big queen-size bed and she's against the wall and i'm on the side of the bed that's out where you know next to the nightstand and i'm asleep on my stomach hands under my head, and I feel something touch my arm, my upper arm. And <laughs> I, all I do is I, I raise my head up, 
and I roll my head over, <laughs> and there is, like, what well, I think the best words I can use to describe it is, like, sort of, like, you can make out the top, like, the sort of lower half of a head, neck, shoulders, sort of upper aura is probably... It's a Mona Lisa of ghosts. That's right, a Mona Lisa of ghosts. <laughs> no face, uh, but it's sort of this aura, because it's, like, more light. And I just... <laughs> my thought was, years of mama, my thought was, first question, am I scared? Yes. And I was like, a little... Yeah. I'm just going to close my eyes and put my head back down and hope that just like just like all those years working in corporate, close your eyes mm-hmm. and put your head down. I put my head back down and I'm, I'm going to try and think about this, right? And when I turned back around later, it, it was gone. But mm-hmm. I just remember being very like, huh, that is what that was. Mm-hmm. That was that thing. All right. So with that all said of uh, our history... Uh, the ghost that I saw, I want to talk about uh, the house we grew up in, and then we'll move on to Katie Bell uh, real quick, just as our continuing legacy. But I think it's interesting that you and I both, without really talking about it until we were older, were fucking terrified of the house we grew up in. It's, it wasn't the whole house. No, it wasn't it was the whole house. the right side of the house That's and correct. room. That's right. Was, My room. Well, I think, <laughs> I think to myself, you're telling the story about how you just close your eyes and look away, yeah. you know... We both admitted recently that we had this. We have the yeah. living room, and there were shutters in the living room. That it was our job to shut the shutters as like a chore on our way up to our room when night fell. Yeah. And we all were sure. Like some people have outside cats, we had outside ghosts. Yeah. And, uh, That's right. We had to go change, shut those shutters, and we did it both of us for. 10 years apiece with our eyes completely shut, uh, just like uh, taking six steps into the the living room, finding the sofa, and then shutting the shutters blind because, um, you know, once you see a face in a window, you don't want to see yeah, it. Yeah, we were sure a face was going to pop oh, up. I, and, saw, I saw it. Well, oh, I saw the face. Yeah, yeah. See, no, I was convinced that was it. I mean, it just felt like so eminently real that I'm mm-hmm. going to look into this dark window. And there's going to be a face there. <laughs> I might see my own face. I know, exactly. Ah! But, but, like, but, um, but we had never shared that with each other until no. recently. But the well, living- And the other thing is, is that, um, you know, it was right by the staircase. Yeah. You had to pass this big, <laughs> you know, mall of a room. That's that right. It's like dark. And my parents, who we never told this yeah. to, were always having to fix the banister because the banister was always loose because the two of us, again, unbeknownst to each other, would run, grab the base of the banister and like swing Swing. up six flights, you know, six steps so as not to have to stand for a second in front of the living room. Oh, yeah. And so we just shook it loose. That's right. Um, But, yeah, that room, which was the fancy room. You know, That's the fancy not, room. It was the fancy room. That was the t- where you take your boyfriends to, right? Yes, it was where you received company. Yeah. It's where the Christmas tree went. It That's was right. the nice room with the good stereo. Right. Um, but it was, as you once said, possibly a hell mouth. But I think it uh, might have been a hell mouth. <laughs> and, but the worst, in my opinion, was, again... Your room. My room. Yes, my room was just fine. Yes, your but, room was fine. My room, though, stuff happened in your room when you were gone. My room, yeah. my room was right above the Hellmouth mm-hmm. and had at one point in time been the attic. And so there was still attic space on either side of like my closets, mm-hmm. and, including a tiny door within one of my closets. Mm-hmm. But like, yo, now that room was always, I, until we moved from that house, so well into my teenage years, would run and jump onto my bed. 
Because oh. I was sure something was under my bed, which is pretty normal oh. for little kids. But yeah. like, I was like a 13 year old girl mm. jumping. Once I was on my bed, I was like, but I mean, I really always had the sensation that something was like under my bed or like, gonna, like grab, well, you in know, the yeah, vent this, this above the, my bed. There well, some, this is the South. So I have very vivid memory and still don't do it to this day because we're sitting in first grade. And when I say we, I mean me. Yeah. I'm sitting in first grade, and we're learning about who knows what, South America. And the teacher says, does anybody have any questions, presumably, <laughs> about South America? <laughs> and Jill Sigler raised her hand and said, I have a question. And we look at Jill Sigler on our carpet mats, and she says, is it true that if you go to sleep and leave your arm or leg hanging off the bed, the devil would reach up and grab it? <laughs> so I think that's where that came from. That probably. Uh, that was like were you afraid of something grabbing you, or were you afraid of just seeing something both, hanging out? Both. Both. <laughs> it was both. It was both. But um, so we lived in this house that had a hell mouth. And we managed to somehow survive it. I remember telling Mama this later, and she mm. was so horrified yeah. and sad that we had lived in this house all that time, and that she just didn't know that there was something in the house that scared us that bad. And to clarify, this is a house in the middle of the suburbs. Yeah, middle this of suburbs. This is not a house, you know, at the end of some road. This is, yeah. you know, yeah. six feet between houses. Yeah. The whole house was, you know, it was 1980, yep. so it was pastels. I mean, you had the big purple balloon curtains. That's right. I had blue blue flowers all over my wallpaper. This is, you know, this is a very happy um yeah. You know, designing women designed. That's right. Except house. for my side of the house. But yeah. <laughs> now, because we are short on time, I am going to, and there are more Halloweens in the, our future, I am mm-hmm. going to talk about legacy now. Mm-hmm. And now I have Katie Bell, who mm-hmm. has had several, I mean, I've talked about this on the show, and again, this yeah. sort of carries over from uh, our father and i know that your husband lex is the same way in the sense of and stefan is the same way which is they just take us for this like there's no like the fact that they all accept that we are like hey if i see a ghost and i tell you that you have to just like totally say okay you can't like none of them have ever treated any of us silly for any of this uh which i think speaks very well (laughs) you choose to marry because it means mm-hmm. that Stefan, if Stefan can t- can tolerate this, he can tolerate me pulling the stickers off the tomatoes and the apples and leaving them in a pile by the sink. You know what I mean? Like, what are you insane? I know if I've lost my mind. Anyway, so That's just weird. Uh, so we tell Katie Bell, I tell him, look, if Katie Bell ever comes to us and says, I've seen a ghost, the answer is, okay, are you okay? Was it scary? Were you scared? Was it not scary? Is it, you know, telling you to kill? And so... Is it telling you to that's kill? That's always my second question. So that... And I will give you... I will give you that example. The first example was when we had moved out to California. And now, Katie Bell was always the baby. And lots of people's babies do this, where you're... They're always, like, looking over your shoulder and laughing. And you're like, is there somebody dead right behind me? Um, I'm not going to turn around to see. See, I know, I've learned my lesson. I'm, I don't have to look. You That's have right. a nice time, baby. With That's the, right. With I, I, I have a friend who brought her children over to see the cats once, and the cats were under the bed, and her three-year-old was just hysterical, and she looks down at her and says, you don't have to look under the bed at the cat. That's right. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to you don't look. You have to look. But it's there. So, Katie Bell, uh, we're living in this new house in California, and uh, I walk into the den, and she is talking to the fireplace. And... <laughs> 
I say, Katie Bell, who are you talking to? And she says, the people in the fireplace. And I say, okay, are, are they nice? And she says, she's about two. And she says, yeah. And I say, okay, are they asking you to do anything? <laughs> she says, no. And I say, <laughs> Okay, and I just move on, right? Like yeah. that's that's like how we handle it. But then this is what's important. Uh, that same year, Katie Bell complained about the white things. Yeah, in her room, and I immediately knew what to do. Thankfully, yeah. and that was to walk in and say, "All you white things, I'm Katie Bell's mother, and I'm going to need you to get out right now." It's a DIY exorcism. That's right. It's a DIY exorcism. And she never complained about the white things again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then lastly, we had moved into a new house, and she comes, you know, next to the bed at like, you know, 2 in the morning, and she says, I just saw a ghost. She's probably like 4 at this point in time, and Stefan and I are 5, and Stefan and I say, okay, you know, are you okay? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, what happened? And she said, I woke up and there was a man standing in the middle of the room Ugh. and he was like, and she like describes like a hat and like a white shirt. And she says, and he was drinking a grape soda. And okay. I said, okay, well, it sounds like he was just passing through because uh, we've never seen him before and we haven't seen him since. So he maybe was just passing through, you know, was he scary? And she was like, no, not really. And I said, yeah, drinking a, drinking a grape soda ghost sounds like the kind of ghost who's just going on his way somewhere but we've never and he was in the room yeah in the room not outside not the outside. window well that's right so he's like walking through <laughs> oh over God. the crawl space we have under the carpet um yeah, more, i'd be more alarmed if he was out, outside the you know looking in yeah i would too room. oh yeah outside no. vagrant inside that, that's right that is 100 percent correct if you <laughs> see them outside there's a 90 percent chance there's a real horrible person outside your house yes. inside your house ghost yes. um so, so there you go. So that, that, listeners, is just a little treat from the Ellis home front of, mm-hmm. of how we were raised. Uh, and I do feel like this warrants us coming back next, next Halloween to talk <laughs> about being raised in a house with superstitions. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. So thanks. It's just common sense. I know. It's just common sense. I agree. So DIY insurance policy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Throw that salt over your shoulder. <laughs> All right. So, Helen Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today. And everybody, try not to get too spooked. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.